the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Let Us Reason, a Christian-Muslim dialogue with host Al Fadi. Let Us Reason is a unique show utilizing theology, apologetics, and evangelism to reach Muslims for Christ by comparing and contrasting Christian and Muslim doctrines. And now, your host, Al Fadi. This time we are going to talk about the lineage of Muhammad, the prophet of Islam, according to the tribe of Quraysh, where he allegedly actually came from. Now, let me say something about genealogy when it comes to at least the Arabs. Even in the Bible, by the way, because the Bible deals with Middle Eastern people, genealogy is a big deal. In the Bible, there are chapters sometimes that are dedicated for genealogy. Why? Because it proves your lineage. It proves your, uh, uh, you know, where you come from, your association, association with certain uh, characters, certain people, whether you came from the line of David, or he came from the line of Abraham, or and so on and so forth. Of course, uh, I grew up believing that Muhammad came from the line of Abraham through Ishmael. Uh, guess what? The Quran not once mentioned something like that. Uh, so it's a wishful thinking, at least according to the Quran. And I can see why, you know, somebody wants to associate Muhammad with Abraham or Ishmael to uh, give us uh, this uh, indication that he's somehow related to the covenant that God made with Abraham. Also another wishful thinking. But I wonder how the Quraysh people who also cared for their genealogy, their tribes, you know, basically where they come from and so on and so forth. I wonder if they believed for a second that Muhammad also was associated with someone like Ishmael or Abraham or maybe not. With that in mind, let's turn our attention to our dear brother Rob Christian who will walk us through that. Rob, thank you so much as always, brother, for taking time to be with us. God bless you, dear brother. God bless your wonderful team and God bless your ministry. And thank you for inviting me again to do another video, a very damaging video, yet very important video because Muhammad claimed to be a prophet and he claimed that he, uh, to be a prophet from the line of all the true prophets like Abraham, uh, uh, like Moses and so on. And he tried to compare himself uh, with prophets and he claimed to be the final and the seal of all the prophets. But wait. There are some issues here, because if we open up the Bible, we see that God himself said to Abraham that he's going to make a covenant with who? With Isaac. Right. And every prophet, any prophet or any man who comes and claims to be a prophet, he must come from the bloodline, from the lineage of Isaac, right. not from the bloodline of Ishmael. Or Ismail, as the Muslims claim. That's Yet, true. Muslims claim that he's from the from the uh, tribe, or for, sorry, from the uh, bloodline, or from the lineage of Ishmael. But boy, oh boy, we're going to destroy that claim, and we'll show you that it's nothing but a lie, 
a fabrication by Muslims. And let me add just, ahead, just this, brother. Uh, this yeah. this uh, covenant was an everlasting covenant with Isaac. And you read about that, for instance, in Genesis 17, verses 18 to 21. And on top of this, the Quran acknowledges this in more than one spot. For instance, in chapter 29, verse 27, that this covenant and this lineage of prophethood came through Abraham and Isaac. So the Quran itself acknowledges what my brother just said. Exactly. But, you know, we will go with the Muslim claim that Muhammad is from the lineage of Ishmael. But we are going to prove in this very video, this very important video, that it's a lie and they will not back it up. They cannot back it up. And even Allah and Muhammad could not back it up. And you will see why. Because Muhammad made all kind of claims, yet he could not uh, back it up with actual proof. If we ask Muslims, dear brother, can you show us can you show us proof? Can you show us any proof that Muhammad is from the bloodline of Ishmael? They will come with uh, hadiths like uh, a very famous hadith in Sahih Muslim saying that Muhammad is in that hadith saying that he is related to Kinana. But wait, Kinana is a Jew. Is Muhammad a Jew, dear brother? Last time I checked, he comes from the Quraysh. He's not a Jew. And on top of that, he I mean, everybody can make claims, but a claim is an empty claim if you cannot back it up. Muhammad could have claimed that he's from the bloodline of Santa, but where is his proof? That's right. Right. That's right. So we'll see. We'll see what the Islamic books are saying again. I'm not fabricating. I'm only showing you what the Islamic books are saying. Here is a here is a book, very famous book called Al-Ma'rifa. What Tariq, Volume 1, page 269. So if we go to this book, we open this book and see what this Islamic books is saying, it's going to be really embarrassing and really damaging for all Muslims to see. Here is page, the page of this book. Please read it, brother, and translate. So it says, Anil Abbas, meaning narrated from Al Abbas. Brother, this is very important. Who is Al-Abbas? It's the uncle of Muhammad, the father of Ibn Abbas, the cousin of Muhammad. So it's the uncle of Muhammad who is reporting this to Muhammad. Go ahead, brother. Sorry. Yeah. So, عن Abbas, قلت, Ya Rasulullah, meaning Al-Abbas allegedly said, O Messenger of Allah, إن قريشاً جلسوا فتذاكروا أحسابهم. Quraysh, meaning at least the leaders here, sat down and began to reminisce their lineage. فَجَعَلُوا مَثَلَكَ مَثَلُ نَخْلَةٍ فِي كَبْوَةٍ مِنَ الْأَرْضِ So they basically uh, talked about the likes of you as uh, the likes of a palm tree. Uh, in uh, you know, you might want to explain a date, a date for that that falls from a, a yeah, tree so it's or basically you know, the date when yeah. it falls down on the on the ground, technically speaking. Uh, uh, so, in other words, you're not even hanging on a palm tree; you're actually a piece of date that fell to the ground, which is so insulting, by the way. Exactly. So the Quraysh basically called Muhammad bunch of dirt, dust under your feet. That's yeah, what the Quraysh. They're saying he's a nobody. Put it this way. He's a nobody. Yeah, he's nothing. So, and if we continue reading, brother, to understand, because we are not inventing anything, to understand what the meaning of kabwa, because he's being called a kabwa. What is kabwa? It's a very old classical Arabic word. So let's see what the Islamic books are going to say and explain to us. We're not explaining anything. 
what the books say about the meaning of kabwa. What is Muhammad being called? What is kabwa? Here is Al-Fa'iq, Al-Fa'iq fi Gharib Al-Hadith. That's the book title. Volume 3 by a very famous scholar, Al-Zamakshari, right? Al-Zamakshari. Oh, yeah. So what is... One of the commentators uh, of the Quran. And oh, a grammarian yeah. also, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what is he saying? What is he is going to say about the word kabwa? What is kabwa? If we uh, open this book and we go to volume three, again, a multi-volume book, as always, we see on page 242, the explanation. The Quraysh of Mecca called Muhammad al-kabwa or kabwa, and it means al-mazbala. So Muhammad is being called a garbage, a dump site. Muhammad is being compared to garbage by the leaders of the Quraysh, his own family, his own tribe. And that's what Al-Abbas, his uncle, told him. And Muhammad became really angry because they they basically called him and nobody, he is nothing but a dumb sight, right? These are the Quraysh people, by the way. And and by the way, we use also uh, something close to that when you say like you spilled water or you know, you spilled something. Why would you call it this way? Because it's no longer good. It's just fill, uh, technically speaking, to the ground or you cannot really re-drink the water that you spilled anymore. Exactly, exactly. So this is really embarrassing. And uh, I mean, shouldn't Allah send down something, some divine revelation, something like that to back up Muhammad's lineage? No, we can't find this, but we can find actually what the books are saying. It's it's really embarrassing what we are showing you. And these are your Islamic books, ya Muslimin. I have nothing to do with this. Please don't hate me. I'm only showing you proof from your books. I mean else why are you not collecting all these books and burn them like Uthman himself built all burnt all the manuscripts of the Quran the original manuscripts why are you not doing this these are your books not my books here's another book brother Al-Imta Al-Isma volume 3 by Ahmed bin Ali Al-Makrizi let's see what this book is saying to add more to what we just showed you, to show you that we are not fabricating. Here is page 204, page 204, again, An Al-Abbas, the uncle of Muhammad, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, so meaning, may Allah be pleased with him, again, the uncle of the Prophet. If we continue to the next uh, page, the same story, please read it, brother. Uh, so uh, basically, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll read a little bit uh, to give a background. It says, فَغَضِبَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ Meaning he... No, no, the, the, on, top, on top of it, uh, with the red line, brother. Yeah, I know. I just want to yeah. just show, mm-hmm. emphasize what you just said, that he used to get angry, uh, technically speaking. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, uh, obviously, it's connected here to what they were saying. وَقُلْتُ This is Al-Abbas. يَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ إِنَّ قُرَيْشًا جَلَسُوا the same thing we just read to you, basically, meaning Quraysh, the people of Quraysh, maybe the tribe of Quraysh, uh, uh, the leaders, sat down and they reminisced, they remembered, or they discussed their lineage. Uh, meaning, uh, it's uh, basically even a, a palm tree, maybe a branch that is something that you sweep away, technically speaking. You know, it's fill in the ground. Brother, wait. Again, we see from a different book that the Quraysh, the leaders themselves, whenever right. Muhammad's account came up or his lineage, his name, 
they made him nothing but dirt, dust on the floor that you sweep away with your broom, right? Yeah. So here Muhammad's uncle wow. is reporting to him. Wow. So Muhammad is nothing but dirt, dust under the feet uh, of the Quraysh. That's what he is being compared to. Muslims, this is really embarrassing. This is his family, his tribe, and they knew him. They knew who he was. They knew that he's nothing. He's certainly not a prophet. He does not come from a really important bloodline or lineage, let alone from the bloodline or lineage of Ishmael. But because, I mean, yeah, let's, yeah. let's make this argument. If Muhammad's lineage through Quraysh went through Ishmael and Abraham, then the Quraysh leaders are actually denigrating themselves too, if that's the case. Exactly. exactly. So you see, they are talking about Muhammad. They did not talk about somebody else. They are talking about Muhammad. And it turns out that Muhammad, they can't, he, he, nobody can trace his lineage. And um, maybe that's another topic for uh, the future, dear brother. But actually, Muhammad, we don't even know who his real father was. Uh, you know, because in, back in the old days, before Islam, in the pre-Islamic era, in a jahiliya, women, you know, to get noble seed in them, their husbands used to send them uh, to noble men to get uh, a noble seed in them to to be, you know, they to wish that if his son would grow up to become a noble or a rich man, you know, uh, with a with a noble status. So that's what they used to do, and we call that uh, actually it's called nikah al-rahd or nikah al-istibda. So, and this is, you know, a very uh, embarrassing but important topic to talk about in the future to show you that uh, Muhammad, his lineage is nothing. It's garbage, as you see. The Quraysh calling it garbage. The Quraysh calling him nothing but dust on the floor. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back after this message. You're listening to Let Us Reason with Al Fadi. We depend on the generous gifts of our supporters to produce this program. To join us in this work, go to patreon.com and search for CIRA International. That's C-I-R-A International. You can also donate through PayPal. Go to CIRAInternational.com to learn more. Your support will help us continue introducing Muslims to the gospel of Christ. Now, back to Let Us Reason. Again, these are Islamic sources that we're reporting to you. These are not our words. We showed you the reference. We showed you the sayings. We showed you, showed you where it came from. You have the cover of the source. You're welcome to go and inspect it yourself. Go ahead, brother. Brother, to, to add more flavor on top of what we just showed you, to make things even more clear and interesting, let us go to the life of the prophet, Asira Nabawiya by the Ibn Kathir, volume one, brother, to make things more clear. And I challenge, listen carefully, my dear uh, brothers and sisters, or any Muslim who is watching, I challenge any sheikh, any imam, any Al-Azhar sheikh from uh, Cairo, Egypt, to bring proof, to tell us, to bring proof what the true lineage of Muhammad is. Can you prove to us that Muhammad's lineage goes all the way back to Ishmael, as you always have claimed? Actually, your books says the otherwise. If we open this book by Ibn Kathir and we go to page 51, things become really embarrassing and really, really disastrous for all Muslims. Again, as you see here, page 51 of the book of Ibn Kathir, Sira Nabawiya, we scroll down, dear brother, 
and we find this information. Read with me. It says here that Malik's viewpoint was analogous to what was related of Urwa bin Zubair, who is reported to have said, and read with me, this is really damaging. We, the Quraysh, we have found no one who knows the lineage, the line between Adnan and Ismail or Ishmael. So there is a broken chain because Muslims say Muhammad or the Quraysh, Muhammad in this case, goes all the way back to Ishmael. But here, Arwa bin Zubair is saying that nobody knows what the bloodline is after Adnan, between Adnan and Ishmael. Do you want to add something on top of that, brother? No, not at all. It's, it cannot be more clearer than this, brother. Wow. And then if we continue reading, it says, it is reported that Ibn Abbas said, between Adnan and Ismail or Ishmael, there were 30 ancestors who are unknown. Wow. So they don't know the names. They can't trace back the lineage after Adnan. So there are 30 names missing. So they cannot prove that the Quraysh, or let alone Muhammad, has anything to do with Ishmael. This is damaging, and this actually brings down the hammer on the claim that Muhammad is from the bloodline of Ishmael. And we continue reading. Even his cousin, Hebr al-Ummah, the ink of the Ummah, Ibn Abbas himself, is also reputed to have said, when he traced back lines of descent, meaning lineage, as far as Adnan, he said, and this is damaging, look what Ibn Abbas said, the genealogists have lied twice or thrice. And that is, and that septism is even more characteristic of Ibn Mas'ud. Even Ibn Mas'ud agreed with the statement of Ibn Abbas with what was like that of Ibn Abbas. And the second caliph himself, Omar ibn al-Khattab, or Omar bin al-Khattab stated, we carry back the genealogy, meaning the genealogy of the Quraysh, all Quraysh, only as far as Adnan. There you go. There you go. This is so damaging, brother, and this destroys one of the main claims in Islam, that Muhammad is from the bloodline of Ishmael. As and I brother, here to always, my... Yeah, it's yeah. wishful thinking. Exactly. You see, Muslims, your prophet could have claimed that he's from the bloodline of Santa himself, yet he had no proof. He could not back it up with any, any actual proof. Here is, for example, a diagram or a flowchart, brother, that I want to show you. Here is, let's say, Muhammad, right? And this is basically the family tree, as the Muslims have told us. Here is Muhammad, and we see Amina, supposed mother of Muhammad, and Abdullah. We already proved that's a, a false name. The real name of Muhammad is Abdullah, Abdullah, not Abdullah. And we see Abdul Muttalib, and we see here the name of Kinana. Muhammad claimed to be from Kinana. Fine, I will go with that. But then, as we showed you earlier, between Adnan. And Ishmael, Ismail, there are 30 names missing that they cannot bring up. So we have a huge broken chain. Muslims, stop lying to yourselves. Stop lying to us. Your prophet cannot back up his claim. Your prophet, as long he cannot back it up, that means he has nothing to do with Ishmael. It's a lie. And even as we showed you in Ibn Kathir's book, 
Sira Nabawiya. The genealogists have lied about all these names. All of these names that they bring up are nothing but fabrications and lies by the earlier genealogists. And that's extremely important, brother. And maybe we have about at least uh, four to five more minutes to wrap this up. Um, uh, It's extremely important. Why? Because uh, to say that Muhammad came from the line of Abraham is a big deal if it could be proven. But the Quran is silent on it, indicating that it wasn't at least known at that time. So it's a later insertion, as always, a later reinterpretation. But even the Quran disagrees with that. And now we look at the seerah. Uh, Ibn Kathir, who is a big deal for any Muslim know who Ibn Kathir, or at least heard of the name Ibn Kathir. And Ibn Kathir was teaching this or writing this almost 600 years after the time of Muhammad. So meaning, even for six more centuries, Ibn Kathir wasn't buying it, this idea that he was actually from the line of Ishmael, or at least he's pointing to the fact that Ibn Abbas says, we have 30 generations missing here. Now, we're not talking one, we're not talking two, and even if it is one basically fabricated, there goes the chain completely, because now I'm using the hadith idea. If you have one broken chain, the hadith now uh, classification changes automatically as a result of this. So uh, this idea and insisting that Muhammad came from the lineage of Abraham and inserting Ishmael in there is nothing more than a wishful thinking on the part of those who try to sell this broken record. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. And even if you can take Muhammad all the way to the line of Abraham, then you have just told us that Muhammad is a Jewish person. Wow, that's amazing. I don't know how the gene that came through Ishmael became Arab and the other gene became a Jewish, uh, basically, uh, a gene. It's, it's, it's amazing. Ishmael, brother. Ishmael, his mother was Egyptian, and we're not talking Egyptians like today. Back then, ancient Egyptians, and she married him to an Egyptian also. So how in the world can you tell me that Arabs came from that lineage in the first place? Not to mention that Muhammad is supposedly from that lineage. And again, brother, just to close it, I challenge any sheikh, any imam, any student of knowledge, who calls himself a student of knowledge. Bring your backup. Don't come with claims. Prove that your prophet come from the bloodline of Ishmael. All we know, your books are saying otherwise. Your books are saying that they cannot trace back the lineage of the Quraysh all the way back to Ishmael. There are 30 main names missing. So, in other words, everything that we have been told and you have been told about Abraham and Ishmael building the Kaaba or, uh, you know, the Kaaba in Mecca is nothing but a lie. Islam has nothing to do with Abrahamic religion. Islam is nothing but a new version of the pagan Quraysh yes. religion. It's nothing, nothing but fabrications on top of fabrications. Please leave Islam, ya Muslimin. Leave it. Please come back home to your Lord and my Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you. And thank you over and out. Amen, brother. Thank you so much. And as always, to my Muslim friends who are watching or listening to this, um, we want you to know that we're not doing this, really, to try to humiliate you or try to mock you or try to make fun of you. Not at all. We're showing you from Islam's own sources, primary sources, big names, big deal names 
are actually so damaging to this idea that you have in your mind in this case that somehow Muhammad is related to Abraham, somehow that he's connected to Ishmael. There is no such thing. There is Your own sources disagree with this. The Quran never mentioned it. The Sirah never mentioned it. Hadith, in this case, is not mentioned in it. So you have to now double check uh, your sources and say, why am I being fed uh, such uh, basically fabricated news or fabricated hadith or sayings? How can I trust in these sources? If if you are being fed one or two fabrications like this, can you trust now the rest of the fabrication that you're being fed? How can you distinguish between what is fabricated and what is real? How can you say that this is fake and this is true? It's all mumble jumble, you know, basically uh, convoluted together, mixed in a big pot. And you have now to discern and decide for yourself what is good and what is bad. And it doesn't work that way. You have to rely on historicity. You have to rely on archaeology. You have to rely on extra Quranic writings, extra Islamic writings, and so on and so forth. And you can't find anything, sadly, in this case, in the case of the genealogy of Muhammad, to collaborate any of these claims. So what's the answer? As my brother says, come home to Jesus. We know his genealogy. We know where he came from. We know where he is right now. And we know where we're going when we follow him. Hallelujah. Amen. This is Al-Fadi. Over and out. God bless. Take care. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.